It's time now for the complete story with Rich and Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Rich and Dick Bott with today's complete story. Yeah, well, you know what, Rich? Uh, if we're going to talk about the most important issues, I think we're going to have some fun. And fun, you know, is one of those important issues that a person ought to ought to pay attention to, don't you agree? That's for sure. You know, and I have so much fun doing this program with you, Dad, and there are <laughs> days like today where you call me into the studio and we're going to do this program, and I don't know where you're going with well, it, and I'm excited to be along for the ride, and we'll see where we go. Well, I tell you what, and then some of our listeners call in and they say, well, why don't you give Rich a chance to talk a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I've got to learn my lesson here. Pay attention to that. By the way, our listener comment line is 800-345-2621. Now, folks, we really enjoy hearing from you. Every week, there's a transcription that's made from the listener comments that come in over that phone line, and they are read and pay attention to also because we like to hear what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. And we like to hear your personal testimonies. If there's been a program that really meant a lot to you and in your life as you were going through a struggle or, or something really helped, maybe you came to Christ as a result of listening to some of our broadcasts on Bot Radio Network. Yeah. I love to hear stories like that. Uh, Rich, uh, the world is filled with uncertainty right now. And America is filled with uncertainty Man alive, you know, in my 84 years, I can go back and think about all the times when there was uncertainty, but I cannot remember a time when there was so much domestic uncertainty and violence and, uh, and, and people warring against each other in very physical ways because of the difference uh, that they have in attitudes or what they believe is right and versus wrong and all of those things. I mean, I just cannot imagine when a president of the United States has been referred to openly and publicly by news media in the way that President Trump is, making fun of his wife, making fun of his family. And uh, and uh, the, the the criticism, I, I, I just can't imagine that. And, you know, I don't think it's a matter of policy. I think there is an ideology, there's an ideological component here. They don't like what he's doing for the country. And I say that for the country because I can't remember anyone, any president who had more interest in helping children in the schools and I mean the entire schools, the inner city as well as the others, and all of that that are good for people. I think it's good for people. For instance, I'm pro-life, and he is advancing pro-life policies, and we could go on and on and on, but that's taken up our program time, yeah. isn't it? Yes, and you can, you can see that in the media. But also, Dad, what's exciting to see also is people pulling together in the aftermath of this Hurricane Harvey in Texas. And you see that I saw the lines of bass boats going down the highway, going down there to Texas to rescue people, and people pulling together. And that's what's also happening. Yeah. And, and it's a picture of the Great Awakening revival that we've been praying for where people would come together at the foot of the cross. And now with, with, with um, the, the National Day of Prayer and uh, Ronnie Floyd is the head of it, I'm just really excited about a, a, a re 
emphasis on prayer in our nation. Well, and doc, Dr. Ronnie the, Floyd is the immediate past president of the Southern Baptist Convention, and now he is the national chairman of the National Day of Prayer. Uh, that's wonderful. And he pastors there in northwest Arkansas as well. Lots of good things happening, and uh, so we want to keep our eyes on I th- Jesus. I think we carry his uh, Sunday morning service, don't we, on our radio station in Arkansas? Yes, we do. Yeah. All right, i tell you what we're going to start off here. Uh, I heard uh, four piano players uh, playing together on one piano. And they were jumping up, and the other would sit down and play, and then some, and then the other one would jump up, and the other would sit well, down. Well, the two at a time. I, oh, yeah, two at it's a time. It's like tag team piano Ta- playing. And there you so go. So there was two of them playing like a piano duet together, and then one would get up, and the other one would move up to the high part of the piano, and another person would come in and play the low notes. All right. And then they would kind of revolve like that, four of them, but two at a time. All right. Now, listen, folks. They're going to, they're going to play for us— eight church hymns and as we're working through that i'm going to challenge each of our listeners to see if they recognize the songs that are played what say you this is a family they did this after church and it's on youtube you can you can look it up all right here it is folks let's go
man, I got seven out of the eight. All right, what have you got? What have well, you got? Well, okay, here, here I, I got power in the blood, yep. standing on the promises. Yep. When we all get to heaven, washed in the blood of the Lamb, since Jesus came into my heart, oh, I want to see him. Look upon his face. Yes, yes. yes. And then I don't know that seventh one. Uh, it was familiar to me, but I couldn't think of the words yeah. of it. And then the eighth one, of course, when the saints go marching well, in. Listen, Maybe some of our listeners can help me. What was that? they sound like fun people? They, they, yeah, I mean, they sure two did. people on the piano at a time, and they were jumping up and the other sitting down and going through that whole retinue. And you said that was after church when mm-hmm. they just sat down and started having a good time. That's I mean, right. Isn't that something wouldn't you like if, if people who are blessed to go to a good bible bible believing church and people that have the joy of the lord in their hearts that's the truth all right now listen this is uh, one that i just love i love the way he sings this song man alive god gave him a voice um and and he uses it for the lord now listen to this uh down from his glory here it is
Wow, what a what? voice. Now, that was sung by Larry Wayne Morbid, M-O-R-B-I-T-T. I wonder where he is right now. Let's try know. and get a hold of him sometime and, and talk to him a little bit because God gave him a talent so unusual. And I love the way he sings that song. So he really made what, it live. I'm going to make a commitment to myself and to our audience to see if I can if I can locate Larry Wayne Morbid and see what he's doing now. See if he's still alive. See what's happening in his life. Because some of these songs that you have in your collection are from quite a while ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's exactly, and that's exactly right. I tell you what. Now here's one. I can remember. I was eight or ten years old, standing there, because we would all have to stand and sing, in Robbinsdale Bible Church. This would be many, many years ago, and uh, and singing this little chorus, and I think you did as well, and I think a lot of our radio listeners have sung this chorus over the years, but every time, every time I, I think of this song, I can see myself almost as a child of eight or ten years old standing up and singing, Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Here it is. I come to you today I really do not have anything to ask I have no request to make I just I just want to say this one thing thank you thank you far for saving Now, Master, if you never did anything else for me except what you did that day at Calvary, that'll be enough for me to shout about for at least 10 million years. You see, one day when I stand before the angel, I want to say thank you Lord for giving to me thy great salvation so full and so free
Rich, uh, interesting. Uh, the reason, the reason that I would be in church, and I remember that way back in my childhood, is because my parents took me to church. See, we always think that the world began the day we were born, and everything happened after that. But the truth is, I want to encourage all of the parents listening today, especially parents with young children, be sure that they're raised in a good Bible-believing church, a good Bible-preaching church, where they come as children early on in their heart to embrace the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. That is so, so, so very important, isn't it? It certainly is. And that that's the best time for a, a person to come to know Christ when they're a youngster, when they're early in their life and they have their whole life ahead of them to serve the Lord. But you know what, Dad? When I learned that song, the chorus, I always learned it, Thy great salvation so rich and free. Mm. And uh, they sang it, uh, Thy great salvation so full and free. I wonder if, if both are correct or what's the history of why that word has changed, went from rich to free or from free to rich. Yeah. Well, I don't know now. You invited a— Thy invited great a salvation little, so rich You've invited and a little free. research here. We'll have to look into the subtle meaning of those two words as they're used in that case. You know, everyone needs a leader. Everyone depends on someone to help them through the day, through the struggles of life. Right now in Houston, Texas, and in other places all over, I had, Rich, this week, a little, a little niece that was born in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and she is my great, 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 great niece. I know... Your mother and I figured it out last night. There are four greats in there. <laughs> that makes us pretty great, I guess, doesn't it? But she was my great, 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 great niece, this little baby girl. And I was thinking, as we were texting back and forth with her parents, uh, that now she's born. Now she's here. She's part of the family. But who will be responsible for her who will get her to church? Who will make sure that she's in a good school? Make sure that she has the love and the care that every little child needs and should have. That is the message of Christianity. Oh, Suffer yeah. the little children to come unto me, the Lord himself said. And that's not carried in the bloodline. That's line upon line, precept upon precept, helping a young person to come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior at an early age. Yeah keeping well, them in the Word of God. Well, anyway, now I can just imagine our audience all the way from Wyoming, Texas, California, uh, let's see, Oklahoma, and then Nebraska, all the way up Indiana. Iowa, South Dakota. Oh, man, alive, Rich. Uh, and you know what? I can imagine uh, the Lord's people listening right now. They're singing along with us. In Texas. Isn't it amazing how universal some of these songs are? Now, here's another chorus, and... Bill Gaither brings it to us here. Uh, it's a chorus that I remember singing, I think, in child evangelism. Now, that goes back a few years, I'll tell you. But uh, but when I hear that, I, it only takes me back so many, many years, but the song is still true today, just as true as it was when it was first written. Now, listen, folks, I want to also tell you our listener comment line is 800 
347-345-2621. And if you're listening, whatever you have to say, we want to hear from you. So be sure to, to, to let us know. Are you ready for this song? Do you know what the name of it is? I do, but I'm going to let you say it. Since Jesus came into my heart, here it is. Jesus came into my heart And my sins which were many are all washed away Since Jesus came into my heart Since Jesus came into my heart Since Jesus came into my heart Floods of joy o'er my soul So happy since onward I go Since Jesus came into my heart Since Jesus came into my heart Since Jesus came into my heart Floods of joy o'er my soul Like the sea billows roll Since Jesus came into my heart Since Jesus came into my heart As I was enjoying listening to that, I was imagining uh, maybe that's a little church. That's a little church where they're happy. Or maybe it's a Youth for Christ rally. Or uh, you could almost imagine people sitting around a campfire someplace, too. Couldn't you sing in that chorus? A lot of joy there, a lot of joy. You know, you were talking about young people coming to know the Lord, and I remember a long time ago I heard someone say that being born in a Christian home no more makes you a Christian than being born in a garage makes you an automobile. You need to make sure of your own salvation. And, you know, you've mentioned that so many times, but... That just shows the impression that something like that makes on the heart of an individual person. You were very young at that time, but I remember, who was it who preached that sermon that really touched your heart? Oh, that was Tony Fontaine. That was a long time ago. But, you know, uh, God doesn't have any grandchildren. He has children. And so you need to make sure that you're connected with the Heavenly Father. All right. Now, listen. 
Uh, I'm having so much fun. I don't know if it all ought to be legal or not, but I'm enjoying this. That's for sure. Here's another song about my faith. My faith, my faith. You know, faith is nothing. It's who you place your faith in. And my faith looks up to thee. Here it is. My faith looks up. History has tested our faith. Wars, atrocities, injustices, and natural disasters have, over the centuries, made believers wonder if there is a God, and if so, where is He when we suffer? But nothing has tested our faith so much as the human mind itself, that both naturally needs to worship the God of awesome creativity and unfathomable order, but at the same time tries to reduce this majesty into someone we can control, a God created in our image. Thankfully, the God who created our intelligence in the first place doesn't shrivel when we use our minds to question His existence. He holds us until we cease our struggling and finally surrender to His embrace. It was just a few weeks ago that we were coming out of winter and looking forward to spring. Man alive and the trees all getting their leaves on. And then we're moving into summer. Wow. You know, and it's gone by so quickly. And now we are into the beginning of fall. Labor Day weekend. My word, can you imagine how fast time travels? I was just going to say, you haven't mentioned Labor Day yet. So happy Labor Day weekend. Isn't that the truth to our entire Bot Radio Network family and everyone else who's listening in? Welcome. This is Dick Bot and Rich with our chapter of The Complete Story as a public service. We'll see you later. We'll see you later.